Oh my god. No. No. No, yeah. We're on 10 seconds. We're on now. We're on now. Okay, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Maybe we just do 10, 15, uh, three 15 minutes segments. Okay, at least we've got a good story to tell. I'm going for a second. Yeah, okay, I'm going to stop. I think we should play that. We should all need to use that. It's still recording. We're still going to play that. podcast for the perpetually fucking over school holidays and stupid people that don't press record. <laughs> I stand very guilty of the fact that I managed to turn our recording device on. I just didn't somehow manage to press record. Record. Anyway, so joined... you should have heard the first sort of we were 20 brilliant. minutes because we were hilarious. We actually high-fived each other at the end thinking, we did. Oh, we are so We're so funny. Why are we not doing this Anyway, welcome. If you're new, I'm Mrs. Woog from woogsworld.com and you are? I am Kim from allconsuming.com.au. And we're going to try this again once more with feeling. Once more with feeling. Okay. Where are we going to start? Oh, I just think we start by berating you for the next 10 minutes of being an idiot. <laughs> Why don't we start with this? Because that's fun. Okay, well, we're going to jump straight in. My friend and yours, Tracy Spicer, has just released a new book. It's called The Good Girl Stripped Bear. It's an absolute page turner. I loved it. I knocked it over in a day. I'm a speed reader, you know. Oh, you are. I am. It's one of my many talents. I've been reading the same book for about six months. Yes, you're not committed. I'm this not. This book you will knock over in a night. It's so funny and you make you laugh and make you cry. And there is one section where I actually wet my pants and Kim's agreed to do a live read. I'm going to do a live read. And, and now I've actually done like a dress rehearsal. So She's done two now. I've done two. So enjoy. <clears throat> okay. Eamon understands my frustration. Trace, you don't lose your temper. You find your temper. However, there's a stumbling block to our proletariat revolution. Fair of skin and Irish of eye, Eamon is the son of strict Catholics. One evening... Oh, Jesus, I actually do need my glasses on now. <laughs> One evening, pashing in the back of Dad's 1965 Corolla, I reached down to give, as the French say, pignolette, or, as the Aussies say, a hand job. Soon, a sensation of warmth suffuses my mane. A job well done. I look at his lap to see a wet spot. Not a stamen of semen, but a bath of blood. A fingernail had nicked his foreskin. I stare at my red right hand, silently screaming, Out damn spot! 
Loudly screaming, Eamon runs to his parents' house, uttering the unforgettable words, Mom, I'm bleeding to death from my dick. Get me to a hospital. This is not the ideal beginning to my pilgrimage into sexuality. The next day, Mr. and Mrs. O'Sullivan visit Mr. and Mrs. Spicer. Your daughter has damaged our son's penis, Mrs. O'Sullivan says. He may never produce a child. My sin is akin to douching with holy water or defiling the host of the Eucharist. But this incident sets me on a veritable road to Damascus. If Damascus is a place where you get plenty of sex. It's just poetry. I have so many questions. What? what? Why was Eamon not like doing something when he was getting nicked by the fingernail. Well, I must say that Tracy was in her teenage years when, when this occurred. <laughs> and, like, it's never that sexy or knowledgeable when you're working these things out. It's yeah, a trial and error. He was probably situation. thinking, no, it's meant to feel like that. Yeah, no. And then, but Mrs O'Sullivan needs a bit of a lesson as well because, yeah, a nick to the foreskin ain't going to impact your ability to create a kid. No, I think it all happens in the bag sitting I think behind. The, uh, I think the scrotal region comes more into play. But, uh, yes. Anyway, I'm... I'm lending it to Kim and she has to give it back oh because I need God. to read it again. Okay. It's an absolute cracker. It's available by the time you've read this. The pressure. By the time you've read this. Right. Now, moving on. Holidays. Who's still alive? Not me. Only just hanging on. Yeah. Yeah. This has been the longest school holidays of any school holidays that I can imagine, even though it's not been six weeks of the normal Christmas school holidays, but for some reason it seems like it's been going for a year. Why? Why is that? Oh, because we decided to holiday at home. Okay. Well, we we holiday at home, but I put that in air quotes because I'm working from home and they're all just not at school. And are you getting attacked by uh, too many questions? Oh, death by a thousand questions. Not only from... Oscar, affectionately known as Death by a Thousand Questions, but all of them. The minute they get up. What's for dinner? What's for breakfast? What can I, I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry. What is there anything to eat? What's there is to there eat? anything to eat? What's there to there's eat? There's nothing to eat. What do you mean there's nothing to eat? Like how am I spending four hundred dollars on groceries a week and there's nothing to eat? Nothing I don't understand. Have you seen my insert whatever? Yes. Have you seen my shoes? Can Have you, you seen my to, Opal card? Can you go to the shops and buy something good? Good, yes. What's good? Honestly, aren't we sounding like pissy old nags? We but so... they don't know why, because we are. Yeah. I'm kind of over it. But can I tell you the upside? Oh, please do. So Oscar has finished school. He's now 19. He finished school last year. For those who don't know, Oscar is my eldest and has special needs. So he's off now running this sort of quasi-adult life. Adulting? Like, uh, yeah, like getting buses to programs and to work and, and tell, where's he working bunnings what's he doing at bunnings three shifts a week yeah and he does lots of things he just stacks shelves he crushes down boxes he cleans windows his most fun was when he got to work with his mates i just check that's recording the boys it's recording yeah it's recording oh, thank you. Um, a moment and he uh yeah his best fun was when he and his mates which were actually the men who work there yeah um built some shelving Aww. so that was a highlight uh but the great thing about this is they don't get holidays he doesn't get holidays so i've got the others still at home yeah 
But my death by a thousand questions, who used to have more holidays than the rest of them so because he was at a Catholic school, getting that break now is now I'm still pushing him out the door. And I, I do believe Kim, you want to share with the punters a recent development of why you've had the best weekend ever. So for the third time since the family realignment, which was back in 2014. To the two little boys. Family realignment is when someone left the family. Someone left the family. Someone had, yeah, someone left. And uh, and that person was uh, a parent. Um, and you're still here, so they, they uh, probably Again, more air quotes, an adult. Um, <laughs> and anyway, so the two little boys stayed with their dad on Friday night. And then something came up, and so they ended up staying another night. So I have basically and Felix the 16 year old was more than happy to be left at home oh, on his God, own yeah. and Oscar was at, at camp until late last night so mother was out on the town I've just been I've been out for breakfast I've been out for drinks for those who for don't know Kim after the family realignment went on a mass root festival can we say that yeah oh, I call it the alley cat phase the alley cat phase of which she managed to find her truly beloved Rob, Rob. And still so in love. Still so in and do you know what we did this week? Tell me all about it. We booked a weekend away in the Blue Mountains to celebrate our one year anniversary oh. in June. In June. Wow, well done. Well and that will be my first weekend away uh, since my 40th in 2012. Okay, well, that's long overdue. Yeah. Are you staying somewhere super nice? We're, we're staying, and we've done it through Airbnb, and yep. it was just, and even the process of finding somewhere was just lovely. Like, yeah. We created shortlists, and then, Aww. you know, beautiful geeky Rob did something where we could actually look at the shortlist next to each other, and I'm just like, aww. That's lovely. And so, yeah, we're just, yeah, yeah, it's so nice. Oh, oh gosh. We're probably losing readers or listeners over this <laughs> love fest that we've gone on with. So, holidays, who's still alive? We'd love to hear who. Uh, you know, there's quite a few schools who've gone back already, and I'm getting lots of really? messages going, oh my God, it's so good. Well, of course, you know, because, you know, Australia's a big place, yeah. and none of our states can talk to each other no. and actually do everything at the same time. Or have the same curriculum. I mean, that's just madness. Oh, madness. Madness. But, you know, the thing about school holidays, and I will wrap this up now because it's getting dull. Um, the first few days, I'm like, yes! Yeah. Pajama day. Yeah. Like, and then, and then And then you hit about the Tuesday. And you're like, you're starting to annoy me. Yeah. And I had to work through the holidays as well, just projects popping up. So it was like, and then you get the guilt because you're like, oh. No, do you know, I don't need to have the guilt because my mum has the guilt for me. Oh, awesome. Because I live with my mum. Mm. Oh, in separate dwellings in the same building. Well, in the, yes, yes. So she's upstairs, we're downstairs. Uh, yeah, so I woke up, I think it was, uh, so they finished on the Friday. So on the Monday, no, did they finish on the Thursday and then it was good Friday? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but one of the very first days of the holidays, I woke up to my mum coming into my room and going, I'm very worried about the boys and how much time they're spending on the computers. And, you know, yesterday they were on there for like 15 hours and I'm very worried about them. Are you worried about them? Well, I am now. And so I like was wiping drool from my cheek and just going, what in that? Am I, what? Is, is the house on fire? Like, why are you yelling at me? And why are you in my bedroom? And what is happening? And um, I 
just went, mm, yeah, a little bit. Because <laughs> I just refuse. I just can't buy into the drama anymore. No. And I'm not. And I'm picking my fights. Well, you know what? We're I'm, all doing it wrong anyway. We're Let's all doing honest. it wrong. Let's be honest. We're all yeah. doing it wrong. Yeah. Hey, you've got a current obsession. I do. Tell me all about that, Kim. <laughs> I'm looking at this post-it note stuck up on Big Bertha and... She didn't discuss this with me first, and I'm intrigued. Please share. Okay, so um, I've always had a thing about police horses. They're beautiful, aren't they? They're just magnificent beasts. Yeah. Like, magnificent. Gorgeous. And Friday night, and apparently in Sydney you can go to the police... Um, Equestrian Centre? Yes. What are we doing here? Why are we doing I here? know, I know. They open, I don't think they do it every month, but they do it a couple of times Love a year. To and go you can there. go and tour and watch. And, yeah. and I'm like, I've wanted to do it for like. But that ever. reminds me of the time that I went to the Cat Cafe. And in my head, I had built it up to being like this just amazing. Oh. It was so shit and depressing. The coffee oh. was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Did not want to be there. Yeah, None of them wanted to be patted. They were all the cats. Yeah, they were like, so like, stressed. You lose that. And I'm like, just throw over a couple of fifties so I can get hissed at. <laughs> so I have this thing about like police horses, right? And so I took the little boys before they dropped them at their dad's on Friday night. I took them. We went to dinner in Chinatown, and the police horses went by, and I was just like, oh, I haven't seen them for so long. And look at them. The police are going. And they, you're allowed to pat them, I not like those. Oh, really? Not like those security dogs at the airport. You're not allowed oh, to pat them. No, no, no. Well, you know, they're they're on. They're there to do a job. Yes. And uh, and you know the guys are like the boys are like oh yeah you know well Jasper was sort of equally enamored because he's the good one, um, and so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was that. Saturday morning, I wake up and can hear all this barking. I'm at Rob's. Yeah. And Rob has, across the road from him, there's a big green grassy area. <clears throat> and often you'll see, like, people walking their dogs. And it's lovely. You see these dogs bounding. And, oh, look at them there. It's like, You're I'm free. You just don't really like dogs. I don't really like dogs. But get out. This, was a get out. this was a particular type of barking. And so I sort of get up and look out the window. And there is half a dozen police vehicles parked up on the grass just in the shade of a massive fig tree at the New South Wales Art Gallery. And they're the dog, they're the police dogs. Oh, German Shepherds. Oh, there's, well, there's German Shepherds, there's Labradors, there's Beagles, there's, but, and this, I still have Beagles? Yeah, Beagles, because they're sniffer dogs, so they sniff out the drugs. Um, See, I'm all over it. Uh, And they're all there, but... You should retrain... What, as a copper? Police canine (laughs) squad. Even though you hate dogs. Anyway, it was quite annoying because the dogs were all in the vans and all the coppers were like sort of standing around and they were playing a bit of stick cricket. And then I kind of liked it. I liked sort of seeing that police sort of camaraderie and... Cops are tops. Cops are tops. Anyway, they were there again this morning. Apart from Constable Stephen of St St. Brisbane Waters Highway Patrol. that, yeah, with the... Threatened me with something. a taser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget you, Constable Stevens. <laughs> or whatever your name was. Oh, you were not nice. You were not nice. Um, yeah, so I'm really, I'm just quite obsessed. And then Rob and I were walking off to have breakfast at this fantastic place. Three Williams, if you're a Sydney person, just go and Three have breakfast Williams. there. Three Williams. What did you order? So good. Was there smoothies um, on the menu? I had a splice. Which was like the ice cream. It, it it's like the ice cream, but they make it as like a smoothie. Yeah, yeah. Not impressed. <laughs> and I had the mushrooms that that were just incredible. Anyway, um, we we're walking there, and then there was one of the police with one of the with one of the beagle sniffer dogs. Did you get arrested? No. 
But I was like, you know, yeah, because of all that, you know, all that weed that I'd smoked the night before, I was just like, oh, bloodshot. And, hey, dude. Yeah, that's oh, me. you wish. I know. Oh, God. If only it didn't sort of trigger psychosis in me. Oh, I've been quite not, a drug addict. It's not a good thing to get into, I think, especially if you have some I get whacked out of my head on codeine. Imagine me on actually something illegal. No. Jesus. Um, yes, so, uh, yeah, so they are my current obsession is the, are the police dogs and the police horses. My current what obsession. a story! My current obsession is a Netflix obsession <gasps> called, um, and I hate it when people crap on me because oh, you haven't watched it, you haven't watched this. Um, girl, uh, nasty. Oh Jesus! Hang oh, on. the nasty lies thing with no, Nicole Kidman. No, oh no, that was really good too. Hang but on. what's that on? Because I don't think that's on Netflix. No, that was on. Because um, I really want to watch that, but that, I can't. Yeah, that was really I don't good. have whatever that's it is Fox that it's on. Yeah, see, I don't Foxtel. Foxtel's just—it's so much money. Just well, try. I've got I've got a little um, hang on, Jesus! I've got a little trick here for Foxtel. Ring up and tell them that you're um, unsatisfied with the offering and you would like to um, finish your contract when it's expired, and then um, you get it for like basically free. It's so desperate. <laughs> to... Girl boss, girl boss is the name oh. of the. Um, the show that I'm obsessed with, it's about a character in San Francisco called Sophie who's a bit of a lost soul. Uh, it's based on a true story. Unfortunately, she's since gone bankrupt, but she built a $300 million empire oh, on really? the back of a business on eBay. It's really interesting. Is it funny? Yeah. It's very oh, okay. clever. It's quick. Because I'm, I don't fuck around. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with the 20-somethings at the moment. Yeah. So there's this great podcast... Um, Can I just pause there for a second? Yes. I was at a meeting the other day and a dude from Facebook, I'm not not sure if I'm allowed to tell this story because he said I wasn't allowed to. Anyway. (laughs) Just keep it between us, you, me, and that three listeners. No one tell anyone else. Because Facebook will kill me. (laughs) Anyway, so I was absolutely outraged when they had lumped Generation X into the baby boomers (gasps) <gasps> so they were talking about all the different generations of, of people using Facebook. And we were like the forgotten chapter. Generation X was Generation X. We, we were the, the coolest. We were the we were the leaders. We were the coolest. Generation X, Generation X, Generation. You know the Spice Girls ad they did for Pepsi? Oh, Anyway, no. Generation <laughs> X used to be cool. And I tell you now, they've lumped us in. Not saying the baby boomers aren't cool because they've got their own shit happening. But the fact that we were lumped in and not even commented on, I had to put my hand up and say, well, I for one am disgusted. Good. Yeah. Fight the good fight, Mrs. Wu. I will. I'll, I'll give it my best shot when I'm not frightened by <laughs> Generation Y and all the rest of them because they're all so smart and thin and pretty. And So I was listening to this podcast the other day, which is a guy who's apparently a very successful songwriter interviewing other songwriters. And these songwriters are all uber songwriters. You know, they've written all the great hits and everything. And he his intro to this guy and he's talking about, you know, his house here and he does this there and he's, you know, high-flying with this person and that person and blah de blah de blah and, uh, and then he starts interviewing the guy and he goes, oh, and look, you know, dude, you're only 28. And I just went, I'm out. I'm out. I don't care. I don't, like... And I just sort of, I was really shocked that I felt like this guy was really successful, had written amazing songs, was clearly an incredibly talented talented songwriter and musician. And I was was like, 28, don't know shit. Next. Well, that's like this new generation (laughs) of bloggers that are coming through who are 
Like they've set themselves up as a business from the start. Like when you and I first started writing, it was just like writing on the internet. I mean, no one's ever going to know about yeah. it. I'm just going to have to like, you know, whatever. But now they actually go to courses and they have management and they set up as a business. And it's just astounding mm. how huge some of these lady writers of the internet get from the bloody go like you know there i am plotting array writing every day like a dickhead for eight years yeah. you see these young gorgeous <laughs> things i know i'm starting to sound bitter but how does it work now i know i know i know god we're old we're old anyway okay. i need to go and have a wee now okay all right i need another drink and some more pate okay <laughs> god we're attractive <laughs> you press the button I've pressed the button. The numbers are moving. Okay, let's start with our okay. intro with our carefully prepared intro. <clears throat> and welcome back. You've, welcome back. You've joined Mrs. Woog from Woogsworld.com and Kim from allconsuming.com.au for our multi-award winning, much loved and revered podcast, Woog and Berry episode. 18. 18 and still no motherfuckers. Advertising. Advertising. Well, what do we have to do? That Mamma Mia. We need to go to the Honestly, Mamma Mia Network Podcasting Network. The what biggest, is that? It's the biggest podcasting network in the world. And they are littered with like ads for toilet cleaners and stuff like that. Oh, hello, Isabel Barbara. Isabel Barbara, go away. We're trying to, we're trying to hustle for business. Yeah. So if you're a biz, uh, like a small to medium business would like to advertise with us, please, um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Couple of loud mouthy sort of mid early four just throw us a bone. Just throw us a bone for God's sake. Yeah, Jesus. Anyway, what's been? What are you loving and loathing at the moment, Kim? Okay, what am I loving? Oh my God, I'm loving the end of summer. Oh yeah, I can't agree with you. See ya, humidity. I'm gonna kick you to the curb. Tell us about when you almost had a mental breakdown on public transport on the way to work during the heatwave, Kim. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, but that's just me. Like, and I just have a, I just have a mental breakdown in any form of heat every day. So if I wake up and it's still, you, you know, when you wake up and you can feel fog. that humidity yeah. and you're just like, uh, it's on. It's just game on. Do you on. have any tips for listeners on how to combat this oppressive heat? Just, just whinge excessively. Whinge on social media, on Twitter. Yep. Um, to the people standing next to you. Yep. Just tell them if they didn't know that it was extraordinarily hot. It's really hot. But I did, I was in the car today and I said to the boys, look at the foliage. Oh, did you? Look at the foliage. It's turning. It is turning. God, somebody shoot me now, honestly. Beth has been doing some beautiful photos of the foliage changing. (gasps) And baby Jody. Yes, Beth from Baby Max welcomed a new niece over the last few days. Yes. Dorothy May. Biggest noggin on a kid that I've seen since I pushed Ooh, them out of mine. So cute though. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Loving you, baby. all involved, Lucy, mum, you've done very well. Very well indeed. Um, um, yes, yeah, so loathing, oh no, so loving the end of summer and adoring like just being able to sleep at night and cooler mornings and the end of daylight saving, like I'm as happy as a clam with all of that. What am I loving? I'm loving... Um, uh, oh god, I'm so so pessimistic at the moment. Oh, I, like I hear you. I yeah. really. So, do you remember like last year when 
I, you know, first sort of fell in love with Rob and it was interminable in terms of how happy I was. Yeah, you were. And that I had nothing on the list. Absolutely. Unbearable. Unbearable to be. I know. And look, really, the situation is largely unchanged except for the fact that my snark factor has come back to a level that... That's good. That's normal. That's healthy. Well, that's what I think. I think it's actually good that I'm finding that that, uh, middle ground. But um, so, you know, like I haven't had anything on the list for a long time. And my on the list is well and truly back. Can I tell you what I've started to really love? Please. Lots of people near me. Oh. Like like being in a shopping centre. Like my kids went to um, the show and it was Good Friday and I was going and then I went, Yeah. Why would you do that? Oh. So I sat them with their grandparents and said they had a really good time. But just like lots of noise and people and hustling and pushing and just rude bastards. Yeah. Oh, it just, yeah, crowds. Who does it anymore? I, I don't enjoy. No. Like, I used to love going to Chatswood and doing shopping and having the dumplings, and really now I'd like, I just like, there's too many people. Yeah. <laughs> too many people. What am I loving so at the moment? So many of this. Hashtag old. What am I loving at the moment? What are you loving? Food. <gasps> I have been eating. No, I've been in a good paddock. I'm writing an uh, article at the moment saying, <laughs> who shrunk my jeans plus other things I've learnt in the last few weeks. So we, so Rob and I were actually at our favourite drinking well, any, hole last any night. Any excuse, any excuse to, you know. And uh, we were, and we were, so we were having a beer. I was actually having some lovely, a lovely sparkling, and um, I got a burger from BL Burgers. Oh God, I love burgers. And it's just a cheese a cheeseburger with bacon. And for those in Sydney, BL Burgers, as far as I'm concerned, are up there with Mary's Burgers. And I will not hear a bad word about Mary's Burgers. So moving on. Um, and I'm eating this burger. And Rob wasn't eating because he was catching up with a friend who was up from Canberra later. And and I'm like halfway through this burger. I run up tomato sauce like down my cheek. It's running down my hands. And I just look at him and I just go, I really love food. <laughs> I really love food. I love food so much. Do you know there's a burger chain called Betty's Burgers and they've just opened in Sydney. I think you should try all of them. Oh, really? Because they also do an extremely good burger. So I'm oh. loathing people and loving food. No, that doesn't sound healthy at all, does it? No, 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 not at all. That's like me. Like I brought a large tub of Maggie Beer's Pheasant Farm Pate to Woods' tonight. She's not had any of it. And I just looked at it before and I've eaten half of it. And it's a big tub. It's not the little... Dainty tubs. I would have. That would be gone. I can't but... eat liver. Oh, can't you? No. Oh, <laughs> actually, I did think. I thought. I have a feeling that Woods has issues with things like oh, pate. I do. I can't even say. I was going to bring pate, and I was going to bring pate. some white Costello, like white Costello, which is a white mold cheese. And I thought, yeah. I have a feeling she doesn't do moldy cheeses either. Oh, but I've got bloody hang of pizza right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of food, hashtag every fucking night. What's yes. the best thing you've eaten recently? Well, I've got to tell you, I'm working with Steggles at the moment. You are. I know. Oh. And we are coming up with my friend, Mrs. That chi- Goodman. That chicken pie thing you put on Instagram. Oh, coming my... up in the blog this week. Oh, my sweet Mary Jesus. That girl can cook a chicken pie. And there's so many little tips and trips. Did you, did you see the one about the noodle soup? Yeah. Oh, I'm good. I had this pie the other day and it was like, it was like, what the hell? Describe it. I got a head spin. Oh, is there nothing better than Can when you get you... your hand off my leg? Sorry, leg, though. 
<laughs> is there nothing better than when you are eating and and that first mouthful yeah. goes in and, and you like... you have a body orgasm like your whole face and your whole face and thing just goes. Well, she came out. I was watching the news because I was being her sous chef. Yeah. So I was watching the news. Yeah, that's a, that's a good support role. And she came yeah, out um, with just a little bit of the pie filling and a teaspoon. And she says, "Do you just want to try this now?" And I just like I had a head spin. Never. Anyway, look out for it on the blog. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal, and yes. quite an easy yes. pie. I love a good chicken, like a creamy sauce chicken uh, pie. I've got, I've got a recipe, but it just, it's so authentic and so many steps. It's like I don't have time to do no, that no, anymore. No, this one's, uh, I don't fucking. I did that when I was an earnest, you know, idiot. Like now, I'm just like, no, I just need food and it needs to taste good. Oh, I love food. Ah, uh, so every fucking night, so. Um, I have had a few really big hits of late with my kids. So I invested in a slow cooker slash pressure cooker has revolutionized my life. Do have to be careful that you don't do everything in there because even if there's different flavors, you can't do a decent milkshake. (laughs) You can't do it. I did actually try to do macaroni cheese in it. Like you Mm. can't do a macaroni cheese in it either. Um, and, uh, yet, yeah, so I've done this incredible pulled pork, um, and an incredible, uh, beef roast and a few other things that, um, oh, and this week's Get your hand off my leg. <laughs> and then this week was, I made this chicken puttanesca for I saw Tabby that on Etsy. That looked pretty fun. Yeah. So I really want to get that up actually on my, on, on my blog, like in the next well, I really want to do it this weekend, but I've been busy having too much fun. So, but I will, I promise, because I had promised people that I would get it up. So, oh, get it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, we've got a so, question that actually relates to every fucking yes. night from Belinda. Do you guys menu plan or feed your messes on the fly? Always menu plan. Always. Uh, just, no. Always. No. Yeah. Because I don't know what I feel like I'm going to eat. No, no, but this is, you see, this is the myth. You see, so people think if you do a menu plan that somehow it's locked in and you're just stuck on that. You can do your menu plan and then actually go on Tuesday. You can actually go, oh, actually, I really feel like what we planned for Friday. And you can swap them around. So do you go with a list to the supermarket? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. See, I just, that goes against every fibre of my being, being generally chaotic. <laughs> Everything. Like I, to- if I don't, yeah. Like- I could basically eat chicken schnitzel every night from Erna's. Well, who couldn't? We haven't been there for a while. No, and do you know what? Oh, can we do that as like a Woog and Rob Kim like date night? No, I think we should have a, a, a listener event at Oona's. Oh, a listener And then across the road to Messina's. Oh. Ugh. Actually, uh, yeah, well, you know, Messina's is great, but Good Times Ice Cream in Potts Point is even better. Are you getting a kickback from all these places? I know. That I really should. We should. That's what we should be doing now. Like, like that's kickbacks. who should be sponsoring us is like restaurants and stuff. Okay, something interesting happened to me today. Go on. Um, well, I knew you were coming over, so I've raced up to the IGA and I bought a lovely bottle of Piper, which we've just about finished off because know, we had I'm quite, quite quite a false start because yeah. someone forgot to press the fucking button. <laughs> anyway, so I walked in and the man behind the counter, who's just the dearest, dearest man, he said to me, um, are you a fashion designer? <laughs> I said, I beg your pardon. <laughs> He said, are you a fashion designer? And I went, no. Because you always look amazing. (gasps) I'm like, 
you need to go to OPSM <laughs> and get that sorted out because <laughs> I am normally up there sweating in my gym clothes with my little dog, like, you know, my hair skew if. But, oh, my God, is that not the nicest thing? It's so lovely. Anyone has ever said to me, it's so are you lovely. a fashion designer? No, those fashion designers, they're all bloody coked off their heads, whack jobs, wearing, <laughs> like, you know, colour and, like, a rat on their shoulder. <laughs> and I was just wearing black jeans and a black T-shirt. Some sort of geometrically designed piece of clothing that, you know. Yeah, like... with, like, a, a stapler stuck in their hair. <laughs> fashion designer nor am I ever likely to be but thank you your words meant so much to me and I told Kim when she first came in and she was just then then she told me a beautiful story do you want to I tell them too. the story yes. so uh where we live is very close as in a couple of doors down from a nursing home a slash retirement village and there's a there's a gorgeous little old man who lives in there who it looks like Elmer Fudd and it's important that it is that. he does look like Elmer Fudd and he's just he's just got you know like when you just you know, I have a I have a mixed relationship with elderly people, but he's one of them that you just look at and, and you just want to scrunch him up and, you know, you're adorable. And I was out the front the other morning looking pretty substandard and putting rubbish in the bin. And when you say was, substandard, can we get a little bit more detail on that? Please? I do not believe there was underwear involved. Bra? No bra. Well, what were you actually wearing? Oh, like I just had like a t-shirt on and some please, leggings. Please, oh, I, no robe? No. You're braver than me, my friend. You're braver than me. <laughs> and anyway, and Oscar was trundling off to his work. And I heard them say hello to each other as they were sort of, you know, just the next house down. And, and then he got to our house and he looked at me and he just went, Go and put a bra on, good yeah. woman. <laughs> he was like, good Lord, your tits are massive. <laughs> hubba, hubba. <laughs> Did somebody say motorboat? <laughs> <laughs> losing them we're losing them uh yeah so oh goodness and uh and he just went you know it's just so lucky he said i get such a kick out of seeing him heading off down to work you know he's so you can see he feel he's so proud and he's so happy and i was like yeah it's pretty good isn't it and he goes you've done such a great job with that young man and i just was like And he remembered him, he said, he, re- he said, I remember him from church and Oscar used to go to a little Catholic school just a few blocks down the road for kindy in year one. And so that was from then. He's now 19. So 14 years ago. And, uh, and yeah. And he said, I remember looking at him in church and just thinking he was such a lovely little boy and, and just wondering what would become of him. And here he is. I think that is so cute. Mm. That is so cute. Do you Isn't want a cover? Gorgeous. Do you want a cover? I need a cover. This pipe has just gone to my head. Okay, we'll be back in a minute. Woo. Okay, bye, crew. And welcome back. Yes, you press yeah. the button. I have pressed okay. the button. Well, it's never going to be the same again, know, is it? I know. I'm going to be so like ugh, every time. <laughs> I had my confidence in you for seven, 18 whole episodes. Seventeen episodes. It took eighteen episodes. Now one, and one you mistake. Stuffed it up. Can I just say? Look at Susan Carland, who is Waleed oh, Ali's wife. Stunning. Going she's to stunning. the Logies tonight. Yeah, so we're recording this and the Logies are about to happen and so we're looking at Instagram. Um, who are you wearing right now, Kim? Who am I wearing? Oh, I'm wearing um, Basic. Oh, is that the fancy brand from Avalon? Yes. I'm wearing Suzanne. <laughs> ah, so the reason I am wearing Basic, is it pronounced Basic or basic-y. is it pronounced Basic? Basic. basic um, Was... Uh, a couple of people on the internet recommend, because I want to just, my uniform is now shift 
t-shirt yes. dresses. And they just went, you guys can't go wrong. And they're a bit more, these were quite, like you look at their stuff, you go, oh, they're a lovely pair of shorts. Oh, they're they, $550. Oh, oh, those jeans look cool. They're $75,000 million. Yes, that's a gorgeous handbag. Oh, like $1,200. Oh, you know, oh, I like and those. let's be honest, because I got sucked into this particular dress too. Um, it's now my very expensive 90 because that's what it looks like on me. Well, it's quite funny because Felix calls these my 90s. He yeah. says, oh, you're wearing your 90, but I don't care because I just love them so much. Anyway, when, yeah, I think so that we can um we can segue this into another posted on Big Bertha mm. fashion. Yeah, horse blankets. Yeah, please explain what is going on. Like it is like everywhere. This is what you are meant to be wearing. It's like it is basically it's like a cross between a, a poncho. poncho and a cardigan and a and you it, like sometimes it has a head hole in it like a poncho and you sort of it's long but sometimes you just sort of. Did you come up with the term horse blankets? Yes. Or is that what they're being marketed as? No, no. I've called them horse blankets. Okay. And you're not a fan? No. They're horse blankets. Put on a jacket for God's sake. A jacket, a jumper, a hoodie. Like what but, the, okay. are you wearing a horse blanket oh, for? No, but in the defense of the horse blanket, that would be a good thing to have after a long lunch, wouldn't it? With a well, stretched pant. When I did express my dismay at this seeming to be this season's must-have... Because everywhere has them. And we honest, have... at least they're accessible to all. Well, this is true. But remember, like, several episodes ago, my hatred of the Aztec print? Yeah, and I showed you my Aztec. You've got... Yes. And uh, so many of these horse blankets have this Aztec print. So on I think it, it might be like... the print. No, it's it's actually just the whole horse blanket. And, like, a couple, <laughs> of our, a couple of our friends, like, a couple of our mutual friends have sort of come back at me and just gone... They're so comfortable. You just wear them with leggings and boots. You might as well just wear a doona. This is it. I'm like, it's such a slippery slope from a horse blanket to just not giving a fuck. Like, Okay, so it's a give up. It's a give up. I noticed that a couple of the high street chains are really heavily featuring them in their Mm. catalogs. Mm. And can we also, and I have talked about this before as well, very briefly on my Instagram, where I just went, um, what is the go with Uniglow? Well, I think it's like just plastic clothes for midget people. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's I don't even. So go I understand. Apparently, all their things like their puffy vests and their thermal underwear and stuff is fantastic. But I was looking in a section and there were rayon blouses, yeah. like a blouse. But that it's you, like no one wears a blouse. That like H and M and all those chain stores. Oh, I just can't wear plastic clothes. Rayon blouses. Well, and, I think blouses straight up should and be banned. Rayon elasticized waist which i'm a big fan of mm. but an elasticized waist skirt mid-calf level that's just like asking your vagina to sweat its ass off <laughs> forget about asking it's just like like i might as well take my teeth out smack my gums and just walk around the neighborhood talking to my imaginary friend it's or, just it's too much or you could get one of those nice house coats that dressing gowns that have the that's oh, more yes. preferable than a yes. horse blanket yes. with some matching slippies. Yeah. And look, there are some things in that shop that I would really love to be able to wear. Like there, there are elements of that really sort of geometric um, Japanese sort of look. But I have boobs and a gut. Yeah, the Japanese are quite a thin person. Yes. I put You put boobs and a gut in that and it's... It's like a sausage factory. It's like a Michelin sort of... And there's another thing that you're really not liking at the moment. Can you all cease and desist from wearing the the wide-brimmed felted hat? 
like a grey seems to be a good one, like a big grey wide-brimmed felted floppy hat and the girl like and women sort of wear them and think that they're some sort of boho chic and very critical tonight it just makes me want to rip their heads off really yeah it must be a snap necks that's what makes me want to do snap necks so if like till everyone dies if you and i met up like you know how we go to night clubbing every second friday yeah yeah yeah, if we met up um at the right rsl club like yeah we do yeah and i walked in wearing one to the nxs um you know tribute band yeah what would you honestly say? Would you say to me? Yeah, I'd say, get that fucking thing off your head. You look ridiculous. And if I said to you, I don't care because it's cool and you don't know what cool is because you're wearing a nighty in the day. Yeah. Then I would go in and i go, well, I'm not buying you. I'm not buying you a Pinot Gris. Uh, Kahlua and milk. Oh, Kahlua and milk. With your calamari, crumb calamari. Oh. God, I could go a bit of crumb calamari. Actually, that. that's like, yeah. Okay, now let's move on. On the list... It's our traditional things that irritate us. God, we, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm premenstrual. Are you? That was me last week. That's why Easter was such a bastard. Oh, gosh, chocolate. Oh, yeah. Um, Dead Jesus Day and Zombie we've Jesus got the, Day. We've the Holy Trinity. We've got Dutton, Trump and Malcolm on the list. <gasps> oh, God, that's making my head hurt. Okay, can I just say, and we've discussed this before, when Malcolm came in, yeah, as a as you know, as a sort of pretty standard lefty, I was actually like, this is a good thing. He could do good stuff, and then didn't do anything. Well, when you make a deal with the devil, and um, and so now whatever I see him doing, I just think dead man walking. Yeah, yeah. And I heard, I heard something, or I read something, or I might have dreamt it. <laughs> that, um... So an authentic source then. Oh yeah, yeah, straight from the source. Yeah. Um, that Dutton was lining himself up to be the next prime minister, and you know what? I'm starting to believe this because when Trump won, um, no one could. Everyone was like, like, "No way!" Yeah, like when he won, um, you know, the yes primaries. Yeah. Um, I was like, <laughs> "That's never going to happen." Mm. And now I just think, yeah, it's all going to happen. Mm. And, you know, when we have Mr. Potato Head in as our Prime Minister, I would like those who voted him in to remember, and not that this will bother them because they have actually voted for him. I would like to hit them with a vehicle. He was the only person in Parliament, the only one, who when they said sorry to the stolen, he was the only one who didn't stand up, clap, stuff, like sort of turned his back. He was disgusting. The only one. Do we have a message? That was Rob. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so it's pretty boring on the list this week. Also got a shout out to one of my neighbours who I didn't drive my car for three days, who then reported it to the police as being abandoned and or hashtag stolen. Oh, do people not have no. like enough things to worry no. about in their lives? So when I had to call the special number, they said, I said, this is where I live. I just, you know, didn't drive for a couple of days. And they said, as you were, good woman, as you were. So now wow. I know, I, I suspect I know who it is. Of course you do. Surely, yes. Well, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, that is ludicrous. Can I just say, I've owned the Berry Bus now for 10 years this year. Tell us what the Berry Bus is. The Berry Bus is a Volkswagen transporter vehicle. Vehicle? Um, so, you know, though, most people will be aware of the tra- the Volkswagen trans- uh, multivan. 
which is... No, Kim, most people would not be aware of the transport okay, multivan so... because I've been on this good earth for like 450,000 years and I've never heard someone suggest that. Right, okay, so the, so the Volkswagen multivan is basically like sort of a cool people mover and in the back you can, <laughs> it has doors on either side and when you get in you can swivel chairs around and there's a table. So you can have a party. It's quite fancy. That is not the very bus. <laughs> The very bus is the year before the multivan came out and it was the year in between their old version and the multivan, right? So yeah, it's got plastic flooring, which was pretty much the only thing I wanted. Because when they spew, you can hose it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So I was pregnant with Grover and, you know, and I was like, I'm having this, I'm pregnant with my fourth. I just need a car with plastic flooring and a car where they can't all physically touch each other. And he was like, well, there's the, and I went, great. And he goes, well, do you want to take it for a drive? And I went, Oh, do I have to? And he was like, most people like to do that. And I was like, okay. You know, so he lumbered the giant body. It's like a was... bus. Yeah, it's a bus. It's a couple of tons worth. And anyway, so I've had it for 10 years. And at the last service, which almost cost me $2,000. Does Scunter pay half of that? No. Oh. Um, so, yeah, the last sort of service that basically almost cost half my monthly pay I, um, he sort of, the mechanic sort of said to me, look, you know, you're almost at 200K. You, you need to think about yeah. getting rid of it. Retiring at her. And I'm just saying, because yeah. she's worth nothing now. Well, like nothing. You should just drive her, off, drive her into a ravine. <laughs> drive her into a ravine and collect your insurance. <laughs> and, uh, but. But like, are you emotionally you know, attached? No. Okay. No. It is not when a sexy so, When vehicle. Sonia Kluger went and when the tribute went, I was like, I cried. Did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no. But you see, the problem is, of course, is I want to go full midlife crisis and get some little number that... Sexy. Can, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and no children. The children just run beside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, not a car. The reason person. I was telling you that story was that... Actually, I can't remember what I was telling you, but... The remote control, um, you know, the key locking yep. thing. Yeah. Like, because it is 10 years old, it's gone a bit skew if. Does it turn the microwave on? So, <laughs> it probably does. I'm out the front going, unlock you, motherfucker. And meanwhile, inside lights are going on and like, off. Disco. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are like, oh, mum's trying to leave again. <laughs> We're rambling now. We really are rambling. We're really rambling. We can blame the Piper for that. Okay, and there's there's one little sad. Oh, the sad little last note. Yes. You know, and because we are the original mummy bloggers, let's face it. Yeah. We went to um, Julia Gillard's house for dinner. Yeah. Um, and we went to the Rudy Hill RSL for dinner. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, not like these new fancy ones that. No. You know, have hair and makeup artists and God, I'm a jealous bitch, aren't I? And do contouring with their makeup. I know. They're so clever though. Contouring. Nothing. Like I just like slap it on and go, well that'll do. (laughs) (laughs) Who has time? Oh no, we're showing our age and our cynicism right now. Um But you know, that's what we're loved for is the fact that we're sort of Well, our seven listeners. Yeah. And we have had so many beautiful messages uh, during this podcast saying, oh, thank God you're back and where have you been and what the fuck have you been doing (laughs) and we've just been busy. We've just been busy. We've got kids. And And we've we've scheduled this a million times. We have. So we're going to start getting back into it in a regular fashion. Pinky promise. Pinky promise. Okay, let's talk about this last post-it. 
before I go and order pizza, when your kid does the HSC. Now, I feel like I am... What did I you get in like the HSC? I'm a 90. 90 smack on the nose, yeah. dot 90. Mm. Got 57.2. And who is the more successful out of the two of us? I'm going to say probably you. I uh, know. I would say you. You've written a fucking book. <laughs> you could write a book. Actually, can I tell can I tell you a secret? Yeah. So I actually got <gasps> the other thing is I got asked the other day about the every fucking night cookbook. Yes, we must get onto that. We do need to get onto yes. that. So I actually got eighty nine point. Well, that's not ninety. Oh five or something, right? That's and not ninety. And I was so devastated. Liar! My mum was crying because she was so proud of me, and I was crying because I didn't get ni- above the nineties. Oh. And then my best mate Kiel, who got ninety six, I think. And all of my friends got in the 90s. And um, and Kiel just sort of went to me, so what'd you get? And I went, 89.05. Oh, my God, that's so good, like, though. she was like, oh, my God, that's like almost 89.5, which is almost 90. So just tell people you got 90. And I was like, what? And so we went out for drinks that night at the Green Gate at Clara. Yeah, and I just told does. everyone that I got 90. Well, you did get 90, didn't and that's, you? And that's been it. It's even on my resume that I got 90. Yeah, of course you got 90. <laughs> She got 90. Fake it till you make it. And my 57 was actually 92. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? Kim's just lent over. I, I just went one. to tap her and I copped a feel. She has seriously. It was just not. This it. is almost workplace sexual harassment. It really is, If it actually. wasn't such a serious big deal. Shouldn't joke about that, of course. So, yeah, of course. Um, why are you spending so much money on tutors? So, number two is doing his HSC this year. Number two is very bright, uh, but also has a lot of that avoidance anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, and he's had it since he was tiny. Mm-hmm. And then you combine you combine that sort of avoidance anxiety with a pretty subpar high school situation, mm-hmm. where he was very happy, but just there was no academic focus and no, you know, and sort of combine it with that sort of coasting, you know, thing. And then you get to you move high schools for year eleven and twelve which are the final two years in Is that in your world. instigation? Uh, no, he actually wanted to do it. He okay. actually went, I think I should move. And I was like, I think you should. <laughs> Thank God. But then, you know, he failed year 11. And he was quite shocked and I almost vomited. And so we got a maths tutor who is incredible. I do call her Tits McGee because... She's got large breasts. And I was like, he's not going to learn a thing. He's just going to be sitting there just going, oh, blah, blah, blah. So his, but his grades have gone, his grades have gone up 40 points in a term. Okay. So those boobs are earning their money. Those boobs are working hard. (laughs) And then his English is equally, everything's bad, but the English is, he's really, you know. And he's got a mother who's a writer. I know, I know. But there's no way I can cover like, and and kids, they don't, they won't sit with you. No, God, no rather die so i found an english tutor for him Big that's boost. only just started no no she's a, and she's a bit older but he loves her equally like he like he really likes them both because he said mum they don't just tell you what to learn yeah, they, they actually explain you. yeah. why you're doing it and how to do it and yeah so yeah so but do you want to know how much a week i'm sinking in tutor fees i bet you i can, I can uh, go you that with ballet Oh, yeah, you probably could. Dancing five days a week. Okay, yeah, tell us how much. It's 265 bucks a week. Is Gunter paying half of that? No. How much is ballet? 
heroin. Uh, heroin. Jesus, yeah. they're expensive little bastards. And uh, you're not guaranteed of any return for that investment. No. Like, he could get to the end of year 12 and decide to be a Rastafarian and fuck <laughs> off to <laughs> wherever, and you're like, dude, pay me that money back. Yeah, yeah. 265 See, I quite like the fact that my kids are not academic. They're That's get... almost my weekly grocery bill. Uh, well, yeah. They're expensive. That's but, a... you know, the whole thing is totally worth it because this whole thing with the HSC and people go, they're under so much pressure and... And I'm like, mm, yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, maybe. Um, but as I've said, as I've said to him, you know, I don't... I don't care what actual mark you get. I would just say, show me the money. I want a high-paying job. No. What <laughs> I, my advice... I don't care. I just want him to get to that... I want him to get to the end and feel like he he's did given the best... best he, he gave it his best shot. Well, my advice to my kids, um, you know, and I say this coming from a place that I've actually ended up doing a job that I love and I can't believe I get paid for it, and yeah. it's just like hashtag so blessed, is that find the thing that you love... And then work out how to make money from it. Yeah. So, you know, Harry loves footy. He's never going to be a wallaby. But he's got charm and he's like, you know, and he's got rat cunning. And you can't teach rat cunning. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I know that he, well, both of them, they've both got passions, which I think is really yeah. good at yeah, this yeah, age yeah. to have. Yeah. And, you know, and even at that age, I was writing short stories and I was reading a lot. And, you yeah. Know, and I've managed to, God, listen to me. Honestly. No, but it is. It's something that I'm very grateful for. And, you know, it's hard to, to be a creative in a world of, yeah. you know, analytical yeah. people. And my, my husband's, you know, he's in, it, you know, he's a numbers man. We could not yeah. be more further from the truth. Rob's like a numbers guy. Like he codes. Like I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything about coding. People say, oh, you must be really good at computers. <laughs> <laughs> I know where to turn it off. You're right on the internet. You must. Anyway, we're rambling on now, and there is yeah, some Logie's Red Carpets that we Logies need to carpet. go We really actually should have done a whole segment. Of... I know. Next time we're going to do live cross from the Logie's Red Carpet, we're going to get a bit more organised. Yes. Considering we don't know who Hang on anyone is. Hang on a minute. Imagine us actually ringside, like in Melbourne next year. Oh, fuck that. Let's go. Let's get a press pass. Yes, that's what I mean. Okay, so we've got one year to try and up our influence on this podcast. We're going to get a press pass. We're going to. That's our goal. I love it. We're just like that's that's a high goal, isn't it? We want a press pass to the Logies. That's our that's our career goal for this podcast. I want to give Carl Stefanovic high five and then like kick him in the nuts a little bit, and then. I want to hope that uh, Grant Daniels there, not in a wheelchair. Dude has had a bad run lately. Hasn't what is he? going oh, on? He had a, oh, and gosh. I just adore him. He's just. Oh, and, I, just and want to I don't know. Up. Oh, he's such a little thing. Um, and, and who is even up for the gold? I um, want to give Chrissy, oh, Chrissy a smush. If Chrissy, I know you listen to this all the time. You hang out for us, but you know we love you. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, she's. Just, I adore her. Like if we actually, because I know that you know her and you've met her, and you've I have her. no, I have not. Oh. And I would She's just, I would just be this blathering, <laughs> sick of fans. Do you know what like, she said to no. me? Once? She said, um, "I knew when I met you, we would be friends." <laughs> oh, no. And anyone like uh, if Richard Roxburgh goes, which I don't think he's probably not going this year because his wife just had a baby like two days ago. 
maybe it is going, I don't know. But yeah, just a chance to just, you know, inappropriately smush my body up the next year. And I also tweeted publicly Lisa Wilkinson, who I think is just gorgeous and amazing. She was getting ready for the Logies. And I said, for fuck's sake, Lisa, get your reporters to ask them intelligent questions. Yes. So that's what I will be looking at. Exactly. Are you going to put this up tonight or tomorrow? Uh, My plan is tonight okay. but we always you know sometimes there's a little sometimes someone forgets to push the right button and sometimes i get home and i have to do it and load it up and it and something doesn't happen and because oh. i've got 15 other children on taking up internet bandwidth it's really slow and then blah 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 and i'd just like to thank um our lovely friend rob who runs the platform where he's beautiful he's just the loveliest guy and he suffered a loss recently he did. his beautiful mother so we're just giving him a beautiful shout out, shout out to rob um your mum by all accounts was amazing and um we hope you're doing okay yeah we really hope the family's you know family's doing okay okay so we're going to come back at you hopefully in the next few weeks yes thanks for joining woog and berry (gasps) bye guys busted flat in ben rouge waiting for a train and I was feeling near as faded as my jeans Bobby thumbed a diesel down Just before it rained And rode us all the way into New Orleans I pulled my harpoon Out of my dirty red bandana I was playing soft while Bobby sang the blues <laughs> Windshield wipers slapping time we sang every song that Javin knew Freedom is just another word